American Giant is the leading manufacturer of American-made clothing. When you choose American Giant, you are saying yes to clothes made under the highest standards, ones that support sustainable jobs, living wages, safe working conditions, and use high-quality materials. Plus, they have a full range of timeless, durable basics for men and women. Wear your values in the new year. Get 20% off with code NY23 at American-Giant.com. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com. Code NY23. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Once again, live from the Boom Boom Room. You know, it's morning time. Did I say good evening and shit? Fucking tripping. But anyway, good morning. Got my motherfucking orange juice cracking. I'm a little late in the week. It's it's Wednesday morning right now. Um, think I'm gonna move the show to Thursdays. Like I, I was having a conversation with my wife and shit. You know, she was talking about I do cat versus dog on Sunday. At one point, I was doing cat versus dog on Sunday. Then right after cat versus dog, I would do too much game. And the thing about it is, like, the reason it was becoming a lot was because I would. Do cat versus dog Take an hour You know chop it up with CJ the co-host And Ben Ready the super producer Then I would like Start a whole nother show Then after I would finish too much game I would get right into You know cutting and editing YouTube And you know making videos Cutting clips You know doing all the promoting for both shows And it would just be a lot to do in one day. Like, I would go all the way to L.A. I live in Highland, California and shit. I would go to L.A. to do both my shows. That would take, like, let's just say about six hours out of each of my Sundays and shit. So, like, Sunday would basically be a wrap. Like, I would spend my whole day doing things that were pertaining to doing podcasts and shit. My wife was like, nigga, that's, that shit is just draining. You know, so I think I'm going to spread it out a little bit. I think I'm going to start recording this show on Thursdays. You see, it's already Wednesday and I'm just getting to it and shit. You know, sorry to the listeners that was expecting this motherfucker on Monday and Tuesday. But, you know, y'all already know I'm, I'm, I might not be there when I said I was going to be there, but I'm always on time. Like, you know, the, the game going to be there once a week, every week, no matter what day of the week. You know, so I'm, I'm thinking Thursday. So, you know, y'all should start expecting these motherfuckers on Thursdays. I don't really have like a a definite time that I'm going to be doing them. You know, like I said, I, I work a crazy work schedule. I'll be having a lot going on. So, you know, whether it be Thursday morning, Thursday evening, even late Thursday night, you're going to get these motherfuckers on Thursdays from now on. You know, remind me to start announcing that shit. After Cat versus Dog and after this show and shit like, you know, the the whole townhouse media umbrella when I'm doing all my promotion for all the shows. A lot of times, sometimes I like mixed days up and shit. Usually they shows I be real a one on. But like a lot of times my show, because my, my schedule is so flexible, I be having to like be all over the place with the motherfucking shit. So, you know, bear with me. We're changing. We're growing. 
you know, I just got me a motherfucking camera. So y'all make sure to go uh, check this shit out on YouTube. You know, motherfucker uh, trying to go 4K with it and shit. And, you know, especially because a nigga spent about 1K on this goddamn camera. So I really appreciate if y'all would check this motherfucker out on YouTube. I'm hoping this shit come out good. I'm hoping that shit works well. I think I forgot to hit the record button on the motherfucking some more shit, but it should come out nice. I've been doing a lot of tests on it and all that, so, you know, we'll, we'll see what's up with it. But anyway, you know, today's episode, I think I'm going to entitle The Choice Is Yours. You know, I was having a conversation with one of my partners and shit, like, you know, a nigga just got a new Harley Davidson and shit, so, you know, I'm like bending corners. You know, going to visit motherfuckers. You know, you know how niggas do. We get some new shit. We be wanting to show off. I try not to be too flossy with the shit. But, you know, even if a motherfucker got anything new, even if it ain't like on some, I'm just trying to big bank hank niggas. Like, you know, when, when you have a, when you buy a house, you have a housewarming and shit, you know. So, I just want to show niggas the bike. Went to my old apartments. Showed the homie. We was chopping it up. And, you know, we, we was just having conversations about you know, success and failure, you know, motherfuckers being in one place and, you know, you look five years from now when they in the same place, you know, because, you know, homie been, he been doing good, you know, he been on his shit, he been, you know, he been progressing in life and I was telling him, you know, I'm proud of that shit, you know, I'm, I'm glad motherfuckers is, is doing their thing, you know, so it's like shit, you know, as far as what we was talking about with success is like, you know, some people, no matter where you put them, they going to succeed. No matter what you put them through, they going to succeed. You know, a, a lot of motherfuckers, like, they, they just got that mindset that they going to succeed no matter what. And other motherfuckers, they don't got that. Like, they, they feel like the world owes them something. So no matter where you put them motherfuckers, if they don't succeed... They gonna have an excuse. They gonna have a justification for why it didn't work out for them or why shit's fucked up or why it's harder for them than it is for everybody else. You know, and a lot of times, you know, I, I say this shit a lot like you, you'll get a lot farther in life when you realize don't nobody owe you shit. You know, a lot of motherfuckers, the, the, the biggest reason they fucked up and it, it sometimes it, it, it falls on their parents like, you know, they were spoiled as kids. So they come up feeling like they entitled to some shit, like somebody should give them some shit like, oh, if if this didn't if this didn't happen, I'd be here like, oh, man, you know, but it's like, nigga, you are so used to growing up shit, just falling in your fucking lap. When you become an adult and you realize that life don't work like that, you be all fucked up. You know, and, and we was just sitting there chopping it up about that shit, you know, because like I was telling the nigga like. Nigga, no, no matter what position I've always been in, I always told myself that I'm gonna succeed at whatever the fuck I do. You know, whether I'm like right now, I'm driving trucks, or before I uh got my CDL back, I was like, you know, doing blends at this um like th- this company that would like put fucking vitamins and minerals and food products and shit like nigga no matter what i do i'm gonna succeed like if i was working at motherfucking mcdonald's nigga i would be the best 
motherfucker flipping burgers in that bitch. Like nigga, no no matter what I do, no matter what position you put me in, like I'm I'm just competitive. Like I just have to win at no matter what I do. And even if it's not like me being the, the number one top best nigga, I'm gonna be top three in that bitch. I'm gonna be on the motherfucking podium. Like, you know, and, and this is the mindset that I was telling them about. Like, you know, the reason a lot of motherfuckers is broke is because they was just meant to be broke. You know, uh, nigga, we in the United States, like we in a land of opportunity, like as hard as it is for black people, being that it's way harder for us than it obviously is for white people. Yes, they do have privilege. It ain't no motherfucking secret. It ain't no motherfucking myth. That is the absolute fucking truth. They do have privilege. They do have a fucking head start. We can still succeed, my nigga, even with a head start. You ain't got to lose because somebody started out ahead of you, my nigga. It's just like if if we was playing Monopoly and you started out with 10,000 and I started out with 100. I could still win, my nigga. Like me and my homeboys talk about that shit all the time when we play dominoes. Like, nigga, it ain't about the hand you get. It's how you play the hand. And that shit is just in the game of life in general. Like, nigga, no matter what's put in front of you, my nigga, like, if you got the mindset to succeed, nigga, you can succeed, you know, and like I, I talked about in um one of my episodes, uh, it was either wants versus wishes or one of those, you know, and I and I was basically saying like, nigga, success is it, it's not always about having a bunch of money, you know, success is always based on realistic expectations. You know, I, I I looked at it as like a math equation, you know, like expectation over destination. Like, where did you expect to be? And then where did you get? You know, if you got at least close to where you expected to be, that's a success. You know, just like if you a basketball team, like, you know, like let's just say in the 90s when the Bulls was dominating, like you, you knew the Bulls was going to win a championship. So to me, getting to the finals is success. Getting to the playoffs is a success. You don't always have to win the championship to consider yourself to be successful. Like, nigga, just, you know, getting to where you feel like you should be is success. And, you know, like the thing is, like I be telling motherfuckers, like what fucks niggas up is, you know, number one, some people, they expectations ain't shit. Like, I remember growing up, nigga, like, you know, it's 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 no secret. I've, I've said on a, a thousand times on the show, I grew up in, in meager circumstances. I grew up poor. Like, I remember a lot of motherfuckers, like, growing up in my apartments, nigga, they, they expectation was literally like, oh, man, I can't wait till I turn 18. I'm going to get my Section 8. Nigga, my rent only going to be $40. Man, I'm going to be on. You know, I'm going to have this low rent. I'm going to have me a nice apartment. And blah, blah, blah. And it's like, nigga, you know, I guess you could consider that success. But, you know, a lot of times when when you mature in life, when you exposed to more in life, you realize success is a whole different thing. Like, you know, and, and not even success in general, but your view of success, because a lot of what success is, honestly, is your your own personal perspective. Success ain't always a marker set by society success is a marker set by yourself you define what your success is like so if you feel like 
making forty thousand dollars a year is success and you hit 40, you're successful. I, I wouldn't allow nobody else to tell me that I wasn't successful. You know, like right now where I'm at in life, I'm way past what I expected. So I'm I'm an amazing success. I might not be where I could be. I might not be where other motherfuckers feel like I should be. But to me, I'm a success. And that's not saying that I'm satisfied where I'm at and I don't want to go any further. But I feel like at the current juncture in my life where I am right now, I am a success. I can be more successful and I plan to be. But like at the time, I'm I'm very happy with where I'm at. You know, like life is a journey. Like I, I know I'm not at the finish line, but like at the pace that I'm going, I'm happy with this. You know, and I be telling motherfuckers, if you not happy, that's your fault. That's on you because, you know, it, it's it's up to you to wake up and do what you got to do. You know, like I was telling the homie, like a lot of motherfuckers is sitting there at two on Tuesday playing motherfucking PlayStation and they mad because they not successful. Like, nigga, you you could be doing something constructive you could be doing something to move towards your goal and what's up nympho i'm recording from the boom boom room nigga i'm i'm literally at home nigga this is my house this is my my fucking man cave but yeah like nigga when when you're looking at where you at in life and you feel like you're not fulfilled in what you're doing and what's going on in your life is is not where it should be like you should really start looking at what you do on a day-to-day basis you know, because like, you know, like I was telling the homie, like, man, it'd it be some days where I'd be sitting there like, God damn. I could have done something constructive today. Like I fucking slept till three in the afternoon. Like, what the fuck was I doing? You know, like some days you 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 get that feeling, you know, even as a person who is successful, you know, whether in your own right or, you know, successful in the eyes of other people. Like you always feel like you can do more. Or, you know, to, to, to those who feel like, you know, success is their goal in life. You know, some bum ass niggas, you know, long as they got a drink in their hand or some weed to smoke every day, they feel like that's successful. And the crazy part is let me not call them niggas bums because if that's what you call success, you successful and I'm happy for you. You know, but like with me, it, it, it's a thing where. Like I'm I'm always like, damn, like I, I could I could be doing more, I could be doing better. Like I always like to put something in front of me to aim for that will push me to be a little more um ambitious. You know, like it's 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 always something I make sure to be chasing so I can run fast. You know, it's just like with um them greyhounds, how they put that bunny up on the track. So they could chase that bunny to make them run faster. Like that. That's what I do with myself. It's like putting that fucking carrot in front of the donkey to make the donkey go forward. You know, like I, I feel like if I don't have something that I'm looking to get, you know, that that should have slowed me down because I know how I personally get down. Like when I was little, it always had to be an incentive to make me move forward. Like, I wouldn't do my fucking homework if you didn't put something in front of me. Like, I know you want that Street Fighter 2. You want that Street Fighter 2? Hell yeah, I do. All right, nigga, but you better pass all these classes. 
nigga, you better, you better get, you know, you better be on honor roll. Oh, you, you want that, that Nintendo 64? Your grades better be looking like this. You know, so when I'm in class, you know, when it's time to knock that homework. This episode is made possible by PwC. When you put the right tech in the hands of the right people, good things happen. It powers change. It accelerates innovation. It keeps you a step ahead. Our community of solvers brings the right tech to drive real results. Learn more at thenewequation.com. This episode is made possible by PwC. When you put the right tech in the hands of the right people, good things happen. It powers change. It accelerates innovation. It keeps you a step ahead. Our community of solvers brings the right tech to drive real results. It all adds up to the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Out all I'm thinking is fuck. I gotta get this Nintendo 64. Let me knock this homework out because nigga, when my incentive is gone, my drive is gone, and when my drive is gone, nigga, I'm I'm stagnant, my nigga. You know, like that's just how I am. You know, like I was telling my wife that shit. Like I hate when I get spoiled. Like I hate when I get too comfortable. Because it always makes me feel stagnant. Like, even if I'm somewhere where I should be, even when I'm in a good place, it's always a fucked up feeling when I'm just like, ah, I'm on the couch. Like, it's cool because I do enjoy comfort. Like, the reason that I named my brand Seven Saturdays is because, you know, the the goal in life is for every day to be Saturday. But the thing is, you know, like I be telling motherfuckers as far as, my lifestyle at 37, that ain't the fucking case. So days that I'm chilling, like it, it, it's seven Mondays until it's seven Saturdays. Like a lot of people who know me personally know, like I work a 70 hour work week. I do two podcasts like I, I'm a busy motherfucker. But the reason I'm so busy is because, you know, like I be telling motherfuckers all the time. I work very hard. So when it's time to take it easy, I could take it very easy. I could just motherfucking chill. Like, I, I don't want to be 65 years old still having to work hard as fuck. I damn sure don't want to be 70 fucking years old working hard as fuck. Like, I really hope I could retire at like 55, maybe even 60. But when I retire, I want to be all the way retired. I don't want to be retired with a side hustle. I don't want to be retired and still doing little odd jobs. I don't want to have to be a fucking greeter at Walmart. Like, nigga, I want to be retired to the point where, you know, like a lot of motherfuckers, like older people, they work to, you know, avoid dying of boredom. Like we got a couple of motherfuckers at my job like that. Like um, they 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 won't quit because they know that once they retire, the the possibility of dying of boredom is is real like you know as old people you know when you don't have nothing to do with your life you just sitting at home on the fucking rocking chair watching the same shows over and over again waiting for your grandkids to call you hoping that your kids call you you know you you get bored and you eventually kill over i want to be in a financial position that as an old motherfucker if i get bored i'm gonna go travel like you know what honey we we bored. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's go to Jamaica or some shit. Like, you know, let's let's go to Dubai. Let's go to London, nigga. Let's go to a country we ain't never heard of. Let's just spin the globe and go somewhere. Like, 
that's how I want to be when I get old. Like I want to I want to be in the position to where I don't have to work. Like I, I got enough residual income coming in to where I could just be chilling. And, you know, that's my definition of success, like in that age. But again, some motherfuckers feel like they really happy with being able to work late into their 70s. Like I got co-workers that's like in their late 60s right now and they they fine with that. You know, because like I said, like you got to define you got to define your own success. Like, you know, the, the choice is yours, my nigga. You know, like what what makes you happy is what makes you happy. You know, and you got to find what that is and you got to go after that. You know, because like my homeboys who, you know, who I was talking to in my apartments, you know, it was like, you know, some some niggas feel satisfied with where they at. Like you in a to me fucked up position, but to you, you in a good position. And if it's good to you, it's good to me. I ain't even motherfucking mad at you. But if you can honestly look in the mirror and say, this ain't it, then nigga, you got to do something for yourself. Like nigga, you really got to look in the mirror and make some changes, my nigga. Cause like I be telling motherfuckers, man, if, if you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, don't make excuses, make changes. You know, a, a, a lot of motherfuckers try to figure out what what life did to them that that makes they shit fucked up. Like, oh, why? Why me? Nigga, why me? Because of you. The reason you fucked up is because of you. We we in the land of opportunity, dog. Like, you know, we we ain't in motherfucking Kosovo. Like we not in a third world country where resources are limited. Like we we in a place where as fucked up as it is for black people like nigga, you you can make it out of damn near anything. My nigga, long as both your legs work, both your arms work, you got 10 fingers, 10 toes, your brain work. You can speak proper English, perfect English, nigga. You can speak broken English as long as you can speak understandable English. You can find a way out of your circumstances, my nigga, you know, like. Another thing that me and homeboy talked about, like, you know, I got a homeboy with a fucking, you know, like niggas like to use the the felony excuse. Ah, man, if it wasn't for this felony, I'd be doing this and I'd be doing that, man. If it wasn't, nigga, I got a, I got a homeboy who got a, a murder on his motherfucking record. Like that nigga did like 15 years for murder, my nigga. That nigga is very successful. That nigga burnt up a glass house and turned up. With a 64 nigga like that same week. Like it's it's a lot of niggas who I know who are felons who are doing very well. I got a couple co-workers at my job right now who I talk to on a daily basis. These niggas got felonies on their record and they making a hundred thousand dollars a year. They homeowners, they buy everything they want. These niggas is they own with a felony. And it's because, you know, it, it's it's a difference between niggas who make excuses and niggas who make shit happen. But like either one, nigga, ain't nobody going to feel sorry for you. You know, like that, that was one of the lessons that I learned early in my, you know, my young adulthood about life. Like, nigga, you, you get a lot farther in life when you realize don't nobody owe you shit. Ain't nobody going to give you shit. You know, ain't, ain't nobody thinking about your well-being like you thinking about your own well-being. 
If you ain't looking out for yourself, you fucking up. If you expecting another motherfucker to look out for you, you fucking up. You know, like to me, excuses is a sign of weakness. I feel like excuses is something that makes you weak. Like making excuses is something like, you know, it's it's like a fucking crutch. You know, like nigga, it's it's like. You know, the, the the fucking baby bird and shit like nigga, you ain't you ain't letting yourself get out the motherfucking nest like you letting this motherfucking excuse carry you through life. Because I know a lot of niggas like that. Like I know a lot of niggas that say, oh, this felony, all oh, my credit, all, oh, you know, a bunch of shit like I got a homeboy. Nigga, he, he had to get his felony expunged to become a firefighter, you know, but it's like a lot of niggas that got some weak ass felonies. That they could work. They could be doing a lot in their life. But they allowing that felony to fuck them up. You know, like I be telling motherfuckers, like, nigga, a lot of times you, you're you allowing that that excuse to fuck you up. It's completely on you, my nigga. Like, you know, a, a, a lot of shit that's fucked up in life. Yeah, it's fucked up. You know, being black in America is fucked up. It's difficult as a motherfucker to be black in America. But. It's a lot of motherfucking black people that's successful in America. You know, like I don't like to get into the bootstrap conversation as far as like white people saying it. Oh, you know, the black community, you guys need to just pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Like, look, you know, we work hard, too. And nigga, y'all niggas got an advantage. Like, shut the fuck up. We not even finna engage in that conversation with y'all stupid ass. But me, when I talk to mine. It's always, nigga, no matter how hard it is, it's possible. And as long as it's possible, you should be going after it. Like, nigga, I, I, like it's, it's just like if you fighting a motherfucker that's bigger than you, my nigga. You know, something that my stepdad told me when I was real little, nigga. Niggas can't lift weights with their chin. You know, so it's like even if you finna fight a big buff nigga, you could still knock him the fuck out. Like, nigga, when I was little, my step pops was in prison most of my life. And he would tell me, nigga, I see little niggas knock big niggas out all the motherfucking time. Like, my stepdad was a little nigga. You know, like, I grew up as a little nigga. And it was always, man, I, I, I knock a big nigga the fuck out. Like, nigga, I'm not scared of shit. You know, and that's something that I, I always was raised on. Like, you know, principles that, that I heard. And it's always... Like, it's not something that I would tie to success per se. It's not something that I would tie to a financial situation. But I will always draw parallels from shit that I've learned into other shit. You know, so like when, when my stepdad would always tell me about little niggas knocking big niggas out, it was always something that in my head, like, I could pretty much do any motherfucking thing that's possible. You know, he like, nigga... I don't give a fuck what it is, my nigga. Like, if, if there's a window of me succeeding at that, I'm going to do that. If if I could, if I feel like I could knock a nigga out, I'm going to at least try to do that. You know, because he always said, like, nigga, you better off getting your ass whooped and not fighting. And, you know, a, a, a parallel that I draw to that as far as life and success, my nigga. Like, you better off trying and failing and not trying. You know, like I was, you know, when, when me and the homie was having that conversation, like a lot of motherfuckers is complaining about not being able to get a job. But I'm like, how many applications have you filled out? Or did you say, oh, they not going to hire me because I got a felony and you just didn't apply? 
Because a lot of times that be niggas problem. That was my problem. You know, when I was younger, nigga, I would just assume I wouldn't get hired. Oh, I heard they don't they don't hire niggas with long hair. A lot of motherfuckers. Oh, I heard they don't hire niggas with felonies or, oh, you know, I heard you got to have two years experience. I heard this. I heard that. Like, nigga, why are you letting motherfuckers tell you not to try some shit? You know, like I, I much rather fail than not try. Like to me, nigga, like being a failure ain't a, a bad thing all the time. You know, because to me, being a failure means you're a trier. Now, if you ain't never done shit, that's some bullshit. That's when you a nobody. That's when you a sucker. That's when you a clown. That's when you're not deserving of respect. When you ain't never tried nothing. Like, nigga, me, I done sold vacuum cleaners. Nigga, I done sold that uh that Amway Quick Star shit. Like, nigga, I done, I done fell for all the pyramid schemes. Because all they told me was, you could be a millionaire. You could be successful. You're, you're an entrepreneur. You're a salesman. You know, when you do this shit, you'll, you'll learn these skills and, and, and you'll be whoop de whoop. And, you know, they, they put the nigga at the front of the room to brainwash your ass and shit. You know, he pulling up in a nice ass Maserati or Lexus or a new Benz or, you know, some real fly shit. And yeah, man, you know, they give you all these inspirational ass quotes and shit and tell you about, you know, man, I, I started out as a fucking bricklayer and. You know, I used to work at the fucking mall. Now I'm a millionaire. And I'm like, nigga, if this motherfucker could do that shit, I could do that shit. And a lot of times I couldn't do that shit. But I always tried. Nigga, I, I sold about five of them fucking vacuums. Nigga, the vacuums was $2,500. And I felt like I was successful selling five of them. Nigga, I felt like a success when I saw one of them bitches. I, nigga, I'm a good enough salesman to sell a $2,500 vacuum. To a motherfucker that live in an apartment. Like I feel like that was success to me. Like it it didn't make me successful. It didn't make me no baller. I didn't get the Maserati like homeboy at the front of that fucking thing. But you know I, I, I was comfortable in the fact that I was able to get some of the motherfuckers sold. Like you know it, it was something that gave me perspective. Like nigga I have the ability to do motherfucking anything. I might not be able to do it to. The degree that other motherfuckers might be able to do it, but I could do it. And that gave me confidence. And like I be telling motherfuckers, like, nigga, that's all you need in life to be successful is the confidence to know that you can be like, nigga, once you get it in your mind that you can succeed, that should have put the battery in your back to do what needs to be done to succeed. You know, and again, like it, it, it might not be millions of dollars. It might be hundreds of thousands. Nigga, it might be thousands. It might be hundreds. But nigga, you just got to define what success is to you. And you got to go after that. And even when you go after that, nigga, sometimes you might not reach what you said you would reach. But as long as you get close, my nigga, that's a fucking win, my nigga. You know, like. I'm just tripping off this this Kanye shit like. The nigga said, you know, slavery was a choice. Slavery wasn't no motherfucking choice. That's that's obvious. But today, slavery is a choice. Like, nigga, everything that that you into, everything that you going through is a choice. Like you're you're choosing to still work at that job that you don't like. You're choosing to still be in a fucked up position. 
You're choosing to live where you live at. You're choosing all of this shit, whether you know it or not. You know, because like I was telling homeboy, like, nigga, when you choose to play PlayStation instead of put in applications, that's a choice. When you choose to stay asleep until three in the afternoon, that's a choice. When you choose to get drunk with your homeboys instead of work on your business, that's a choice. Like everything you do is a choice, my nigga. Like you choose the books you read. You choose the movies you watch. You choose about 75% of your day besides, you know, what you do for work. And like I said, you also choose what you do for work. You know, it's a it's a it's a small minority. This episode is made possible by PWC. When you put the right tech in the hands of the right people, good things happen. It powers change. It accelerates innovation. It keeps you a step ahead. Our community of solvers brings the right tech to drive real results. It all adds up to the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Majority of us that literally have to be doing what we do for a living, like you can always change jobs. Sometimes you in a position to where like, like right now, I'm not going to front. Like I'm kind of tied into where I work. Like the, the money that I make where I work at is is at the top of the industry that I'm in. So it ain't really a lot of places I can move and shake around. But the thing is, the the place that I'm at is the place that I chose to be at. Like, I've been wanting to work at this company for a decade plus, and I'm here. So I'm cool where I'm at. But a lot of motherfuckers, they know for a fact that where they at ain't where they want to be at. And like I tell motherfuckers all the time, it's a choice. You know, because it's a lot of motherfuckers that I tell about my job. You know, and like I be telling motherfuckers that work with me, like, nigga, this... This ain't for no punk ass niggas like this ain't no punk ass work like, you know, I tell y'all motherfuckers on this show all the time. I'm a very busy man. I have a fucked up schedule. The reason that this podcast moves around times and dates is because I got to move it around my schedule. I work a very flexible schedule, but I'm happy because I'm able to literally do this podcast in a studio that I built in my home. Like I have an extra room in my house. That I use exclusively to watch TV and do my podcast, chill, look at my shoe racks and things of that nature. Like I'm doing pretty well financially because of what I do for a living. But this shit ain't for everybody. Like I got homeboys who also drive trucks and they don't want to come to my job because you're going to work a rotating fucking flexible fucked up schedule. You're going to be gone a lot. You're going to work hard. Like, nigga, this, this this ain't no punk-ass job, my nigga. You know, a lot of niggas, I tell them about my job, and they like, oh, yeah, for sure. Then I tell them what you got to do, and they like, you know what? Nah. And the thing about success a lot of times is that's how success is, my nigga. Like, when it comes to you 
reaching a goal, a lot of times you're going to have to do a lot of shit you don't want to do to get to the shit that you want. Like everything in life ain't finna be fucking easy. Like in order to get to the point where life is easy, you're going to have to do some hard shit. Like if, if you wasn't a silver spooner, like if you don't come from fucking rich parents, life going to be hard than a motherfucker if, if you want for life to get easy. Like nigga, ain't, ain't no multimillionaire motherfucker going to tell you this shit was easy. Like you don't never hear no, no real rich motherfucker say, oh, nigga, I, I just got lucky, man. Shit, shit wasn't nothing, man. You know, I just, the, I, this shit fell into my lap. These millions of dollars fell into my lap. No. Everybody always says it was hard. I failed a lot. I missed a lot of shots, nigga. I, I got told no a lot. Like, nigga, no, no matter what you do in life to, to be successful, you're going to have a lot of fucking sacrifices. You're going to go through a lot of shit. You're going to have a lot of hard days. You're going to have a lot of fucking scary times, a lot of fucked up times. It's going to be a lot of times you're going to be like, man, fuck this shit. Like, you're going to want to quit. Like, my job, nigga, when I first started working at my job, nigga, I, I wanted to quit a lot. Like, nigga, the thought of how the work is at my job, because I remember, like, I just wanted to work at the job that I'm at right now because I heard they made a grip of money. Like, that was my motivation. Like, oh, these niggas make what? These niggas balling. Damn, these niggas on. So it was like, whatever the fuck these niggas doing, I want to do it. But a lot of this shit was against my criteria earlier in life. Like, I remember, nigga, as a 20-something-year-old, I would not work no motherfucking weekends. I would not work no rotating schedule. I would not work holidays. I would not work no fucking 14-hour days. Like, I, I, I wouldn't want to be in no position where I couldn't plan. And now that's literally my life. I work holidays. I work weekends. I work nights. I work days. I work the middle of the day. I work the crack of dawn. Like I, I'm literally available to work 24 fucking seven. Like I work 14 hours. I'm off 10 until I reach 70 hours. And then I'm off for two days. Like that's my life. And it's not even two. It's not even two days like a weekend. Like the average person get like you get off Friday. You off Saturday and Sunday. And then you come in Monday morning. Like no nigga. I'm literally off for a 48 hour period. So if I get off. Thursday morning, I got to be back Saturday morning and shit. Like, nigga, I get 48 hours. So it ain't even a whole weekend. But I'm willing to do that because of the lifestyle that I get to live because of that. Like, I make that sacrifice because I don't have to tell my kids no. I don't have to tell my wife no. Like, my kids got a life I could have never dreamed of when I was a kid. You know, so I make that sacrifice. And this is the reason a lot of motherfuckers ain't successful. This is the reason a lot of niggas is where they at. Because subconsciously, they know that there's going to take a sacrifice for them to change something that's in their life. It's going to take sacrifice for you to get out that fucking apartment. It's going to take some sacrifice for you to get out your mama house. It's going to take some sacrifice for you to not be driving that bucket. And a lot of niggas don't want to do that. A lot of niggas is, is way more comfortable sitting on their couch. A lot of niggas way more comfortable letting their mom take care of them or letting their girl take care of them or making fucking excuses or being on fucking Section 8 or living in the fucking projects. Like, a lot of you niggas is comfortable being bums. You know, like, I, I had this conversation with a co-worker a long time ago, like, you know, back to the slavery being a choice. 
you know, and he was like, man, that's a trip that slaves just didn't kill their masters. Like, you know, it, it'd be a hundred slaves on a fucking plantation and, you know, five motherfucking white people over the hundred slaves. Like, why they didn't just kill the masters? And like I told him, nigga, freedom scary. The thought of freedom is scary. Freedom scares a lot of people. You know, like when it comes to being free from slavery, like in those days, let's just say y'all kill y'all masters. You know, y'all have a rebellion. Y'all rise up against y'all masters. It's a hundred of y'all. Now y'all killed the masters. Now y'all free. Now what? Now you got to find a way to get to the north. Now y'all free slaves running around. Everybody is hunting you. Everybody's trying to kill you. Everybody's trying to re- return you to your masters or return you into slavery to another master. They're trying to hang you. They're trying to cut your fucking feet off and torture you and all that shit. The thought of that is scary. So a lot of motherfuckers didn't even have to be chained up because they like, fuck that. It sucks here, but it's better than what the fuck is on the other side of that fence. And that's a lot of motherfuckers mindset in life. Like it's fucked up working at this motherfucking, you know, gas station, McDonald's, uh, you know, being a janitor or whatever the fuck you do for a living. My nigga, like a lot of times your job in your head is fucked up. Like, I don't want to be working here, dog. Like, I don't want to be sweeping up here at this fucking barbershop. But when you look at like, damn, but if, if I want to do this, I got to work long hours and do this and do that you know just like with with, with entrepreneurship as much as entrepreneurship just sounds so sexy when people say it a lot of motherfuckers ain't cut for that shit a lot of motherfuckers ain't built for that shit you know because like i remember jobs that i wouldn't apply to because they said they got paid by commission when you an entrepreneur nigga you 100 commission my nigga like ain't no benefits on being an entrepreneur You know, you ain't getting no 401k as an entrepreneur. You ain't getting no fucking insurance and all that type of shit as an entrepreneur. Everything is on you. That is the definition of freedom, nigga. Freedom takes work. Freedom, it's all on you. When you free, nigga, you free to do whatever the fuck you want, my nigga. But you also free to fail. Like, you are free to, if you don't sell nothing, you don't make nothing. You know, if, if, if everything don't go right. Everything gonna go all the way wrong. And a lot of motherfuckers is scared of that. You know, a lot of times the position that you're in right now, you understand the fact that you got a safety net. Whether that be your mama, whether that be your low ass renting your fucking apartments, or your, your, your baby mama taking care of you, or any of that shit, or even your punk ass excuses. A lot of times that's that's your comfort zone. Like, that's your, your safety net. That's what makes you feel good about the position that you're in. Even though you don't like it, you know that you comfortable. You know that you safe. You know, jump in that fucking fence. You know it ain't no safety on the other side of that fence. You know it ain't it ain't no safety in entrepreneurship. You know it ain't no safety in that new job because you don't know those people. You don't know those supervisors. You heard they be firing niggas. Or you heard this or you heard that. Me personally, I don't give a fuck. Like, nigga, I'm, I'm jumping out the motherfucking window like I was telling my homeboy. Like, nigga, if I'm the motherfucker that in, in life, if if I was born into slavery, I probably would have ended up dead because I'd have been trying to get out that motherfucker. 
And I tell people, I look at a lot of entrepreneurs, black entrepreneurs, black business owners, black successful people as them same types of motherfuckers. Like, man, they the got killed in slavery because they don't just allow the circumstance that they in to be the circumstance that they stay in. A lot of motherfuckers ain't willing to sit in some bullshit. A lot of motherfuckers is willing to do what it takes to get where they want to go, no matter what the fuck that is. You know, like it's a lot of sacrifices that I had to make to get where I'm at. And I tell motherfuckers, it's a lot of sacrifices you going to have to make to get where you want to be unless you are where you want to be. And as much as you complain about being where you at, if you're not doing nothing to change it, your ass going to stay there. And again, the choice is yours. It's all on you. Like, you know, as as many of fucking excuses as you could come up with, there's people less talented and less qualified than you somewhere succeeding there's somebody who who can't do half of what you can do doing better than you like it's a lot of times where i go to a new job and i'm thinking like man you got to be like the elite top motherfucker to be here then it's a stupid motherfucker working there and i'm like this nigga is here i should have been pulled up to this motherfucker and a lot of times, you know, in, in life, you're going to see that a lot. It's going to be a lot of motherfuckers that, that you grinded and you did all this shit and you was literally afraid to get in the position that you go get in. And you're going to see people that you like, nigga, how the fuck is this person here before I'm here? Because that motherfucker had the mindset that they was going to get there. That's the only thing that separate a lot of us is our mindset. It ain't always somebody more talented than you, somebody smarter than you, somebody better than you. A lot of times it's just somebody who was willing to work harder than you. Sometimes it's just a a motherfucker who who wasn't afraid to fail. You know, like a lot of us, you know, like as males, you know, when it comes to talking to women a lot, like, you know, I, I, I try not to take it here with this show as much as I feel like. I got the gift of gab. I'm good at getting women. I'm good at speaking to females and shit. That's kind of why I don't really do that shit on here. Cause it's like, you know, that, that, that shit is nothing. You know, everything that I'm going to teach you in this show is going to have women coming and hollering at you. You're not even going to need no pickup lines. If you really listen to this show like that. But anyway, as far as like niggas getting with women, a lot of niggas be afraid to try to holler at a woman because they feel like she out of his league and, she might not like them. She might say no. Niggas fear rejection and all that punk ass shit. And then you realize this bitch fucking with a nigga who you look at as a bum. She fucking with a nigga who you look at as a bitch ass nigga or a buster or a sucker or some shit like that. And you're like, how the fuck is she fucking with this nigga? Because that nigga was willing to talk to her. That nigga wasn't afraid to get rejected. You know, and that be the thing. Like, nigga, a, a lot of times your fear of rejection is why you in this fucked up circumstance. Your fear of sacrifice is why you in a fucked up circumstance. It ain't got nothing to do with, oh man, the, the, the white man hold me down, or man, it, this felony that I got, or oh, I ain't got no car. Like, nigga, you know, you could ask my wife this shit, nigga. Fuck a car. Nigga, when, when I met my wife, I was riding a low rider bike to work. And I lived in a whole nother fucking city, my nigga. I was riding a low rider bike probably like 15 miles to work every motherfucking day and i was driving a school bus like i literally drove for a living and i was fucking 
riding a bike to go drive people, my nigga. But like you you wasn't finna stop me, my nigga. Like I I I, I made up my mind years ago, like, nigga, no matter what, I'm gonna be successful. And everybody who know me know if I say I'm gonna get something, I'm gonna have that shit. Like, you know, like that was part of why I, I was showing my Harley to everybody. Cause I've been talking about getting a Harley for motherfucking years, my nigga. Like, I've been wanting a Harley for a long fucking time. So now that I got that motherfucker, I'm like, hell yeah, nigga. I got my shit. But it's like at the same time, you know, it, it's it's nothing to floss. It's it's just, you know, basically like a a checkpoint in the race. You know, that's that's just one more lap that I cross. That's that's one thing that I got to that I still got a, a, a lot more running to do. You know, but like I be telling motherfuckers like, nigga, this is the mindset that you got to have in life to be a success. This is the, the mindset that you got to have in life to be willing to make a motherfucking change like nigga you you can't be afraid of sacrifice you can't be afraid of motherfuckers saying no nigga you can't be afraid of shit not going your way like it, it's been a lot of times where i've gone into situations and the shit just wasn't what i thought it was gonna be you know it, it was a lot harder than i thought it was gonna be it was it was times when shit was just fucked up and i just wasn't happy with this episode is made possible by PwC. When you put the right tech in the hands of the right people, good things happen. It powers change. It accelerates innovation. It keeps you a step ahead. Our community of solvers brings the right tech to drive real results. It all adds up to the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. It, with where I was at but at the same time it, it, it's always the thing where it's like alright this didn't work but I know something gonna work you know like I, I always am willing to bet on myself you know and I tell motherfuckers man like the, the best thing you can do is believe in you like it, it's nothing that I'm gonna be able to tell you that's gonna make you believe in you you gotta believe in you like you gotta be able to do Whatever the fuck you feel it is for you to do, because what's yours is for you. Like it's there for you waiting on you, but you got to go get that shit. Like it, it, it ain't nothing that's just going to happen to you. Like it is some shit that you going to have to fucking make happen. You know, so if, if you fucked up, it's because you choose to be fucked up. It ain't got nothing to do with your mama. It ain't got nothing to do with your city. It ain't got nothing to do with, with none of that because, like, my co-host Chelsea Perry on the Cat vs. Dog show, like, nigga, she, she's an actress. She's a comedian. She's from Houston. Nigga, she moved to California to chase her motherfucking dream. Nigga, she didn't say, oh, it ain't no acting jobs in Houston, so I'm just going to be fucked up. I'm just going to work at the fucking post office. Like, no, nigga, she moved her ass to California, my nigga. She, she's after her shit. She's chasing her dream. She's following what the fuck she got to do to get to where she want to go. And eventually she's going to be successful at that shit because she has the mindset that she's going to succeed no matter what the fuck she do. You know, and that's the thing. Like, nigga, you could just tell a motherfucker success by what they say. You could tell a, a success by where they are. You know, like I be telling motherfuckers, nigga, success ain't always defined by millions of dollars. And jewelry and things of that nature, nigga. Success is a mindset. 
nigga, success is a smile on your motherfucking face. Like, nigga, I, I know niggas that live in apartments that's always happy. Like, nigga, even like, you know, my homeboy who I was chopping it up with, nigga, if you ask him, nigga, when I lived in them same apartments, nigga, them fucking, uh, they was low income apartments. I was always happy. I always felt like a success. I always dressed nice, nigga. I always had something positive to say to everybody because I felt like I was successful, even in an apartment. Like, nigga, I don't have to be a homeowner to be a success. Nigga, I'm a success because my rent paid. I felt like I was a success because my bills was paid. I felt like I was successful because I was able to do things that I wanted to do every now and then. I might not have been able to do everything I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. But every now and then, you know, I want to buy a pair of phone posits. I could afford to do that. I felt like I was successful, you know, because a lot of times, like, you know, when 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 I'm in a fucked up mood, I just think about the motherfuckers who are behind me. Like, you know, there's a motherfucker who would literally kill to be where I'm at. Like there's motherfuckers who, you know, who just. Like they they look at where I'm at and they like, damn, I, I, I wish I could have a pair of fucking phone posits, man. I, I, I wish I could have a car. Damn, I, I wish I could pay my fucking rent. Like it's a nigga in the hospital somewhere dying that wish they could just be healthy, that wish they could just be sitting on the couch watching TV. Like it's, it's a motherfucker who just, you know, lost a family member that wish they could be sitting there hugging their kids or talking to their wife. You know, so I'm like, nigga, at the end of the day, like, as much as shit is fucked up, I I could be way worse. You know, so I always keep that in mind, my nigga. You know, like, success is what you make it. Success is what you choose for it to be. But you also have to choose to go get what you think that is. Because a lot of times, a lot of motherfuckers, they know. In they own mind, success ain't where they at. You know, like they they have to go and get that shit. You know, and it it always goes to those who who chase that. It always goes to those who are willing to grind. Like it, it it's not for the weak. It's not for those who think it's just gonna come. You know, because like I said, what's for you is for you. But just cause it's for you, don't mean that it's gonna come to you. You have to go get it. You know, it's just like, you know, if if a motherfucker say, you know, like your mom say, I made you something to eat. Nigga, she left that shit on the table. She didn't bring that shit to your bedroom. It's for you. But you got to go get it. And that's how I feel success is, my nigga. The, The success that you want in life is for you. But it's not nowhere that's going to come to you. It's something that you're going to have to get. You know, like you have to go chase whatever the fuck you want in life because, you know, in life, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you go get. You get what you have the leverage to negotiate. You get what you have the ability to go chase. You get what you have the drive to go to. You ain't finna get shit on the couch. Ain't shit finna come to you. You know, like one of the best lessons that I learned in life, you know, something that I would tell people if if I could give you, you know, just a couple of words of advice in a very small 
serving size, like just one piece of advice. The world don't owe you shit. Don't nobody owe you shit. And ain't nobody looking out for your ass. Like that. That's what I feel like will put a lot of motherfuckers ahead in life. Like once you get that into your mind that don't nobody owe you shit and ain't nothing finna come to you. That should put that battery in your back and, and, and make you go faster, go harder. You know, that should make you be more willing to do something constructive instead of some bullshit. You know, because like I be telling motherfuckers, nigga, the, the, the one thing that I always remember, you know, I, I can't depend on other people for nothing. I can't depend on my mom. Can't depend on my dad. Can't depend on my wife. Shit, you can't even really depend on your job. You know, I can only depend on my own ability to go get what I need out of life. Because like I be telling motherfuckers all the time, like, nigga, when it comes to work, you're more than a fucking employee, my nigga. You're an independent contractor. You are selling them your service. They don't own you. You know, you're you're not a slave per se. You're something of a slave because... You know, you're you're a wage slave like you work. They give you the money and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, you have the freedom to get the fuck up out of there. If need be, you got the freedom to go anywhere and take the talent that you have to South Beach. Like you can still get up and bounce, you know, and you got to keep that shit in mind when you in a situation that you don't like. Like, nigga, I used to tell motherfuckers all the time, like. You know, I've put a lot of niggas in into the trucking industry and I will always tell them now that you have this CDL, my nigga, you are the boss. You might not be the boss of the company, but you are the boss of your destiny, because if you don't like the situation you in, you can always jet. And when you leave, there will be thousands of other companies to work for. There's thousands of other opportunities. That's the reason, like, even, you know, as a young nigga talking to women, the reason I always would have the ultimate confidence when talking to women is because I knew there were thousands of women. She say no. Somebody going to say yeah. So I never gave a fuck when a woman said no. Hey, baby, how you doing? You you know, I I, I noticed you from across the room. I, I just wanted to have a conversation with you. and see. I got a boyfriend. All right. You have a nice day. And I keep the fuck moving on, my nigga. I don't even take that shit personal or nothing. Nigga, the bitch could literally say, nigga, you're ugly. All right, you have a nice day. And I keep the fuck pushing. Like, you know, she ain't motherfucking Beyonce or Rihanna or nothing. Like, nigga, she's she's just a, a bitch I wanted to say what's up to. Like, you know, nine times out of ten, most of the women that, that we approach, we ain't even got no fucking intentions for. So... It, it, there's no reason to be butthurt when a woman says no you know and a lot of times like this is how i look at opportunities this is how i look at you know going after things as far as like success my nigga like you know you you might have tried to start a record label that fell through you might have started a clothing line that fell through you know you might have tried to open up a fucking car wash that fell through like, you know, a, a, a lot of the most successful entrepreneurs have failed at hundreds of businesses. 
a lot of these motherfuckers didn't start out as Google or Nike or like a lot of these niggas started out doing other shit. Like I think Nintendo started out as like a appliance company, like washing machines and shit. Like a, a, a lot of motherfuckers started out as something else, but they just kept the mind frame that they was going to keep on trying until they succeeded. You know, and, and that's what separates successful motherfuckers from failures. Some motherfuckers got that grind. Some motherfuckers don't. And, you know, like I said, some motherfuckers succeed no matter where you put them. Like we we know niggas who in prison, hustling in prison, got a gold chain, some Nikes, always keep a fresh sweatsuit. Nigga, they, they fucking sell full of soups and burritos and they got everything for the spread. Nigga, they commissary cracking like niggas. Some niggas, nigga, literally no matter where you put them, they are going to succeed, my nigga. And this is how your mind got to work in order for you to be successful, because the other side of that coin is some niggas fail no matter where you put them you know a a lot of the niggas as far as like the successful motherfuckers a lot of niggas is in prison because they was trying to succeed niggas was robbing banks niggas was hustling niggas was selling dope niggas was pimping niggas was doing all type of shit because they wanted success they might have chased success in the wrong way they might have took the wrong avenue but they was trying to be fucking successful and then they went to prison and they was chasing success in prison you know, and then you look at motherfuckers who just fail no matter where they go. It's motherfuckers who had rich parents, still failed. Got a bunch of motherfuckers looking out for them, still failed. Because just like success is a choice, failure is a choice, my nigga. You know, the, the choice is yours, though, at the end of the day, nigga, no matter what. You know, you can have all the talent in the world and still be a motherfucking failure, my nigga. You know, because it's it's all choices, my nigga. If you don't choose to succeed, you choose to fail, my nigga. If you don't choose freedom, you're choosing bondage, my nigga. But the choice is always yours, my nigga. You know, and I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Young Dolomite. Got a Too Much Game podcast. Live from the Boom Boom Room. Once again, if you would like to support us financially, it is patreon.com slash townhouse media. Town E House Media. Support all the Townhouse Media podcasts. CRC Not Another Podcast, Friday nights, 9 p.m. Um, you know, they'll be back when they get back. We can't really say when they gonna get back, but just know they'll be back. Um Talk Flirty Tuesdays, the Talk Flirty Podcast with just Nikki. Um, shit, the Sports for You Podcast with Nick Motherfucking Freeze, John Watson, and Mark. Um, no Rules Podcast, Wednesday evenings, 5 p.m. Hump Days and Never Be the Same um, with Mark and Ill Will. Check them motherfuckers out. Uh, I might pull up on their ass today. I might fuck around and be on their show today, nigga. Be on the lookout for that shit. Um, and uh, Cat vs. Dog podcast, Sundays, 3 p.m. Pacific time, live at 5, Houston time. Um, and of course, 
the Too Much Game podcast. Now, probably be doing these motherfuckers on Thursdays. Can't say what time, but nigga, just know I'm gonna be on this motherfucker. Uh, follow the Too Much Game podcast on you uh, on Instagram at Too Much Game Podcast. I think now every every time I do my show, I'm gonna go live on Instagram. So I don't know if you can do like uh, getting notifications for this shit or whatever, but. You know, be on the lookout for that shit, man. Follow me on Instagram. My, my personal page got banned, which is what I talked about last week. You know, free young Dolomite. Free me today. Free me. I got banned on fucking Instagram and Facebook. So follow Too Much Game Podcast on Instagram. Uh, if you do want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Young Dolomite. Y-U-N-G-D-O-L-E-M-I-T-E. Um, you know, of course, like, subscribe, you know, leave a comment on YouTube. You know, YouTube, search Too Much Game Podcast, and um, leave a, a rating and review on Apple. You know, subscribe on all streaming platforms. Tell a friend to tell a friend, you know, if you really want to support the show, you know, man, just tell somebody about this shit, man. If you feel like the game could help them, you know, let the motherfuckers know, man. Have, have everybody tune in. Play this motherfucker at work. Turn it up so niggas can hear it. Even though I don't know if you can play this shit at work because it's very profane. I use a lot of cuss words. But uh, anyway, I think that's about it, man. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.